Welcome to Corazon Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Courtney Govro. Courtney Govro is the CEO and founder of Sphere 3, a patient experience management software company that was acquired by Critical Alert in April of 2019. She now serves as Vice President. Courtney is the leading expert in patient communication and caregiver interaction analytics. She's a thought leader, speaker, blogger, and has research published in the Journal of Clinical Nursing Studies. Courtney has two published patents in the patient experience and analytics space that assess patient behaviors and patient feedback to better prioritize engagement. Sphere 3 has been recognized nationally as a Gartner Cool Vendor and a fierce IT Analytics Award winner, along with local awards from several organizations. Courtney has been awarded with the Women in STEM Enterprising Innovator Award, Kansas City Women Who Mean Business Award, Ingram's 30 Under 30, and other business leadership awards. She has served American Heart Association as Go Red Chair, board member of Restoration House of Kansas City, and in other public service capacities in the Kansas City area. Courtney and her husband David have four boys and are active members of their church community. Well, good afternoon, Courtney. Glad to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. Courtney, I know we've been chatting back and forth, and I'm glad you're here. Like with others, it's exciting to talk to somebody different that has a fresh perspective on what they're doing and what they're contributing to the community. Like I said, with many guests on the show, you have a strong healthcare background. What made you decide to go into healthcare initially? You know, initially, I didn't want to go into healthcare. I wanted to do sound engineering and uh, live music and stuff like that and broadcasting. I had this whole list of things I wanted to do that was very creative and and, uh, my dad needed some help at his company. And so I stepped in and helped on the education side. And then I had a baby. And when I came back from having the baby, he had given my job away and it was my dad. So there wasn't much I could say about it. So he told me I had to go work in healthcare because that was the other market that our company serviced. And I kind of fell in love with it when I got there. It was exciting. It was interesting. It was life and death. There was lots of different components that weren't available in sound design that were in healthcare. That's really what got me into healthcare. Then what got me into Sphere was really about, you know, that incident I had the hospital with my youngest and it became this not just technology reality. And that's how kind of what drives me now is it's not just technology. It's this reality of helping nurses, helping patients, helping families. That's a great story. And I know, as you know, we both been in healthcare many years. In fact, it's funny, many of my kids, two of them work at KU Medical Center. So oh, wow. one, one's a nurse and one uh, does research on cancer, biogenetics, that sort of thing. So yeah, no, it's exciting. And I'm, I just love healthcare. Courtney, another similarity with many of the guests, and I don't know if there's a trend here, you decided to jump into entrepreneurship, right? So you founded Spear 3, which is centered around the patient. What inspired you to create this company? Well, I had been designing nurse call systems for years, push the button, make the nurse come. And that was just kind of part of our family culture. My dad had owned a, a distributor of one of the larger manufacturers in the country. And so I got into it through that. But then I had an incident where I pushed the button to get help for myself and my youngest when he was in the hospital and nobody came for 30 minutes. It was this stark shift in my mind of technology should work and therefore people should react when the technology works. And it was this reality check for myself where I said, 
it's people, process, and technology. And we're not really balancing the three out by the way we were designing technology. And so we launched this consulting company and the consulting company went out and did math. We basically said, if I'm sending an alarm from anything that rings, dings, and buzzes and indicates the patient's condition or need, if I'm sending that alarm to a wireless device, what does that do to disrupt or change the workflow of the nurse. It's kind of like if you throw a pebble in the water, wherever you throw the pebble in the water, there's this ripple effect. Well, it's the same thing with an alarm. So wherever the alarm lands, whether it's on a wireless device or at a desk, there's this ripple effect of things that happen from there. We basically just changed the ripple from a desk to a person, and we forgot that the person had multiple ripples happening at the same time. So we basically applied mathematics to it and said, what happens if? What happens if I hit this nurse with 15 alarms in an hour or 15 alarms in a a 10-minute span or whatever? What happens to our workload? And so we took that learning and we learned quickly that consulting doesn't scale. And so we launched a a software platform. Then we learned pretty quickly that hospitals don't really look at dashboards. They like them, but they don't really have time to look at it. So how do you get the data to be usable? We started applying it into workflows and tools that they were using. So our tool at the time was rounding. How do we take the data we were compiling from rings, things, and buzzes and put it into something they had to look at on an hourly basis? And it would improve and change the way that they engaged with patients. So that's really what inspired the company. We sold the company in April of last year to Critical Alert, and Critical Alert has now taken the platform and expanded it kind of exponentially. We've put it into multiple facilities. We've started looking at how we can apply the algorithms that were in the product today or then when I created the company and apply it into different workflows and different assignment modules and different things so that it can really become this tool to help nurses not only in their day-to-day movement, but in the planning and in the workflow that they're performing. That's just simply amazing. And like I said, there is usually companies are created out of a, of a need, like in your case here. Obviously, you had a passion around it to take the company to that next level to be successful. So that's amazing. And I really am inspired by your story there. Courtney, you've been awarded several prestigious awards with your innovation, including Kansas City's Ingram's 30 Under 30. Other young women entrepreneurs look up to you, obviously. What advice on success can you share with them and our audience? Well, it's been a little bit of time since I was 30 now, but or under 30. Sure. I guess uh, looking back at that time, I, I saw I was thinking through that and looking back at that time, I said, what would I want to tell me if I was me today talking to me when I won that award or me when I got the We STEM award and some of the other ones? What would I tell me now? And I think I'd say don't give up. Don't give up when all the hard stuff comes because it's really hard to run a business. It's not fun. It's not business side of what you're doing is not the side of the thing you started. My passion was to help people. It was to take data and transform it into tools and ways that can be used to help people. And when you run a business, that's not what you get to do all the time. What you get to do all the time is, you know, accounting and HR and all these business functions. And you have to love that as much as you love what you're doing or your business won't be successful. Or you have to surround yourself with people that love that piece of it or that are good at that piece of it. One of the reasons I honestly sold the company is I didn't like running a company. I I liked helping hospitals. I liked talking with my CNOs. I liked influencing what they were doing to find a way to do it better so that patients wouldn't have a bad experience or that we'd do things safer and patients wouldn't fall or any of those topics, you know, 
And so I basically looked at myself and I said, if I could talk to me 10 years ago, I'd probably say, find a partner sooner because doing it on your own, you might get to be creative, but it's, it's really hard. And having a big partner, having a company, I was always afraid of these big companies. Having a big company or a partner isn't a bad thing. I get to do the freedom to do the things that I like to do now, which I, I didn't have the freedom to do all the things I like to do when I ran the company. But I did have the freedom to be incredibly creative and dictate where the product was going and try new things without having to worry about someone telling me not to do it. That's a little bit different. You don't own the company. That's probably what I tell myself and tell those young ladies that are working on it. You can do it. It's totally possible. You're going to make sacrifices. Don't expect to be the PTA mom and start a startup and build it and do all those things. Those, those two things don't gel. Expect if you're going to do this, be all in and push really hard until you get where you want to go. The other thing I would tell these young women is there's going to be a lot of people that tell you no, tell you you can't do it, tell you. My favorite story was I had gone for a bank loan when I owned the company and they asked if my, if my dad would sign on it with me. And I was like, wait a second. I'm a 30-something-year-old woman with good credit. I own my own home. I, I, you know, I kind of went through this list, and I just kind of looked at them, and they're like, and it was just shocking because I don't think they would have done that had, had I been someone else. A lot of people are going to tell them no, but I think they can do it. And after you do it, know your value and know your worth and find a partner that's willing to invest in you and move you to the next level. Thanks for sharing that. That's amazing. That's some great advice. Uh, absolutely. And our audience would certainly appreciate that. Courtney, on a timelier subject, as you know, with this worldwide pandemic or coronavirus, right? Could you give us your perspective on COVID-19? How can we support our healthcare community? Obviously, many of us, uh, especially here in Johnson County, we need to, you know, hunker down, stay at home. But is there anything we can do to support the healthcare community outside of staying home? You know, I, I've actually spent a lot of time in the last few weeks praying for our community and praying for our healthcare workers. And I send them, you know, I'm friends with several of them here in town and, and I send them emails or text messages, just letting them know I'm praying for you. I'm thinking of you asking if we can do anything, not that there's anything we can really do at this point, other than it's like when you're watching a really tough basketball game or a really tough soccer match or whatever your sport is, and you're standing on the sideline and you're watching our team not win. And all you want to do is go out there and help them. And there's nothing you can do but stand there and cheer them on. And I think that's what we have to do as a community is cheer them on. You know, maybe send them dinner one day or maybe send them cookies or, or whatever we can do. We can't go and take them things, obviously. But I think we have to be a community, Kansas City especially, that's encouraging and lifting up and building up. I, I get very irritated I don't even get online hardly anymore because people are just so angry and they just look for something. And it, it doesn't matter which side you're on. You're always yeah. looking for the other side to fail. And I, I'm so tired of that. I yeah. think a lot of people are tired of that. Yep, I would agree. I would agree. Seven, six, just encourage and build up. And, you know, the other thing we've done as a company, which I've seen a couple other companies do, is our company has a tracking software you're not supposed to call it tracking. It's real-time locating software. But we've reached out to all of our customers that have the technology in place or the software in place and offered to run their reports for them. So we can actually see when a COVID-19 patient has come in, if they tag them, we can see where they've gone or who's come in that room. 
we can see if they don't tag them, we can do it off of the EMR data. And we've actually offered to run those reports for them ad hoc or just be on call to support them or run them through how to do that. Because from a company perspective, that's what we can do. I can't go install a bunch of new stuff tomorrow and make it work. But if you've got my stuff, I can give you that data in real time and they can then see. I mean, we can see right down to how many minutes the patient was or the caregiver was in the room with the patient. Those are the kind of things I think we have to do as a technology community. But as a community community, I think we just have to pray and support and cheer on. That's a great perspective considering, you know, what limited resources or what limited actions we can provide the community. uh, I'm glad that you did offer with your product to help with the COVID patients on that tracking mechanism. That's great. Courtney, last thing, I'd like to wrap up here. This is this podcast called The Digital Executive, where we really just spend about 10 minutes getting into some of the nuggets that are helpful for our community. What advice do you offer those that are considering going into the healthcare field or just entrepreneurship in general? If you're going into healthcare, I would say look at analytics, look at informatics. You know, those are going to be very in-demand jobs. And I actually think after all of the COVID-19 and everything that goes on, those technology database jobs, data, not database, but data-based <laughs> jobs sure, sure. Are, are really going to be valuable. And not just valuable like I can make a lot of money, but valuable that I could help a lot of people. You know, you don't have to be the one that is setting the IV or doing any of that work. You can be the one in the background also that's running the numbers and saying, this is how, how we're able to work with workload for this group of people at this time or things like that. There's, there's a lot of creativity in math and analytics. So if you're a high school kid, take those math courses, take the math courses in college. I actually had to take, when I was in college, I failed entry-level math. I had to take remedial math for the business student. And I had a teacher spend a bunch of time with me and I kind of fell in love with math. From an entrepreneurship perspective, write your idea down write it into a business plan, get some trusted advisors, somebody that's been there before, have them read your plan and have them shoot holes in it. And don't be afraid of them shooting holes in it. Don't let it hurt your feelings. It's not your baby. It's just a business. You want them to shoot the holes in it now because once you're going, it's harder to see the holes and the holes can tank your business. Get that group of people around you that you trust and listen to them. Don't just have the nicey nice coffee. Let them really shoot holes in your plan. It'll serve you well over time. I wish I would have done more of that when I started. I wish I would have had more of that advice and listened more and not been so headstrong on my dream and been more focused on on building out the business aspects of it. So that would be my advice. Thank you for sharing that, Courtney. Courtney, I want to personally thank you for being on the show today. It was certainly my pleasure, and I look forward to speaking with you soon. Well, thank you so much for having me on, and thank you for the work you're doing. I appreciate it. You bet. Bye for now. 